0: The abortion ban is still on hold, so people still have access to abortion up until 18 weeks at the moment.
1: Good Tuesday morning, and welcome back to the Daily Buzz. I'm Dayton Nolander. On June 24th, the US Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, bucking nearly 50 years of precedent and removing the constitutionally protected right to have an abortion. Since then, states around the country have been working to establish their own laws regulating abortion access. Utah's trigger law is currently being litigated in court, and lawmakers may add to state code next year. Reporter Emily Anderson-Stern joins us now to shed light on what's to come in the Beehive State. Emily, thanks for taking some time to talk with us.
0: Of course, thanks for having me.
1: So you've started reporting on abortion access in Utah, and you had a story published online this morning about where state law currently stands um, and what to expect moving forward. First, can you tell us whether individuals in Utah can still legally get an abortion today?
0: After the Dobbs decision by the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, Utah's trigger law went into effect, which essentially banned abortions in uh, most cases with a few exceptions, but uh, the following Monday, a judge granted a temporary restraining order on on the um, law, um, which meant that the abortion ban is still on hold. So people still have act- access to abortion up until 18 weeks at the moment.
1: Okay. And so there's obviously a lot of fighting in, in the court system. Do we know when um, the trigger law, when that lawsuit could be decided? that's really up
0: in the air right now. So the Utah Attorney General's office last week asked the Utah Supreme Court if they could appeal that injunction. Um the way it works in Utah is they can't just immediately appeal the injunction to the Supreme Court. They have to ask permission to do that. So right now and um, the parties in the case are waiting to hear back about whether the Utah Supreme Court will allow the attorney general's office to appeal that injunction.
1: Interesting. And so that's, that's one aspect of this. But as you detailed in your story, a number of state lawmakers are drafting legislation relating to abortion uh, that would run in next year's general session. Uh, can you give us a brief overview of what some of those bills may contain?
0: Yeah, so. Uh, the trigger law that was in effect after the Dobbs decision was one that was sponsored by Senator Dan McKay. Um, and Dan McKay, looking at the legislature and some of the bill files that have been opened for the next session, he plans to propose um, a bill that would amend the Utah Constitution to address rights relating to abortion. Uh, the details on what that amendment would be are not yet publicly available on the legislature's website. And when we reached out to Senator McKay, he didn't respond to us, but um, it likely would include restrictions on abortion within Utah's constitution, which would mean in the future, uh, there are a limited number of bills that could be passed without being challenged in court relating to abortion.
1: That's interesting. So what what would have to happen in order for a constitutional change to happen in Utah? That sounds like a pretty big deal.
0: In order for an amendment to the Constitution to be passed, two-thirds of all the members elected to each of the two houses of the legislature, according to the Constitution, would have to approve the amendment. And then after they approve the amendment, the state would have to advertise the potential change to the public, and then Utahns would vote on the amendment. Um, And that would require just a majority of the voters to approve the amendment. Yeah, just to briefly go through some of the three other open bill files related to abortion on the legislature's website, there's one that's been proposed by um, Representative Jennifer Daly Provo, a Democrat from Salt Lake City that talks about expanding who victims can report their rape to um, in order to obtain an abortion. So kind of some background on this one is part of the trigger law requires doctors who are giving an abortion to someone who is a victim of rape or incest to verify with law enforcement that that person was actually raped or a victim of incest. And Representative Daly Provost Bill would mean that those people can go to to other resources for help instead of just uh, law enforcement. So it would expand access to abortion for people who are dealing with those kinds of situations. Um, not too long after, about a month or so after she uh, announced that she was going to be bringing that bill forward, Representative Kira Berkland, a Republican from Morgan, said that she was opening a bill file that essentially opposes that bill, and it would prohibit government entered entities from, quote, this is from a tweet of hers, quote, setting any procedure for reporting of a violent felony that doesn't go through proper law enforcement agencies. And she said she'd also require those law enforcement um, agencies to investigate these reported rapes. You know, we tried to reach out to her. We weren't able to get in contact with her. But she said in her tweet that part of the reason she wants this legislation to go through is because she thinks the full weight of the law should be behind victims of rape and incest. Some of the people we talked to in interviews, um, well, Representative Daly Provost said, That she thought that you know forcing rape victims to report their crimes to law enforcement could put them at increased risk, um, whether that's from interactions with law enforcement or an alleged perpetrator. And then the fourth piece of legislation um, is going to be proposed by Representative Angela Romero, and that would remove criminal penalties um, for healthcare providers who offer abortion services. You know if a doctor determines an abortion needs to happen, so they need to terminate a pregnancy for the health of the mother, then they wouldn't be held criminally accountable for what, what they're doing.
1: It seems like a lot of abortion policy in Utah has been in flux since the Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade, um, to the point that it can be difficult to track where state law currently stands at any given time. Um, when might we expect some finality in terms of policy moving forward?
0: That's the big question here. A lot of the people I talked to, including some uh, a couple of legal experts from the University of Utah, said that's something we really might never see. Even if there is an amendment to the Constitution, it's unlikely that there won't be any instances where certain laws are challenged in court. There will likely be other laws that will be brought forward. So to Neil Brown, a professor at the University of Utah's law school who Researches the intersection of law, biosciences, and medical ethics, said that you know even if there is a constitutional amendment, she doubts that will that that will be the end of challenges to abortion policy in Utah because she said it would be hard to write an amendment that really would quote contemplate all of the different ways that this could be challenged. There are a lot of nuances when it comes to abortion and women having to access this healthcare. And because of that, you know, there are a lot of questions that would go unanswered in, in any law that's passed or amendment that's passed.
1: Interesting. And then that could leave open some room for litigation in the future, thus dragging out the process. Exactly. Um, Utah voters could have a large say in shaping abortion law moving forward. Um, do we know how Utahns feel about access to abortion?
0: So there are a couple of recent surveys that have looked at the question of abortion, and they came up with some pretty different results. One in 2019, conducted by Utah Policy and Y2 Analytics, found that 42% of Utahns wanted Roe v. Wade overturned, and some of those called for further abortion restrictions, while 58% of Utahns wanted it to remain in place. um, And some of those wanted to further expand access to abortion. So, you know, from that poll, you'd think the majority of Utahns don't want um, really heavy restrictions on abortion. But then in a more recent statewide poll conducted by the Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute of Politics at the University of Utah earlier this year, 46% of Utahns said they believe abortion should only be legal in cases of rape, incest, and threats to the mother. And 10% believed Abortion shouldn't be legal in Utah at all. So that would put about 56 percent believing there should be restrictions on abortion to some extent. Those those numbers are pretty, pretty different. So either in, you know, the past few years, Utah's opinions on abortion have changed drastically or really these polls don't completely accurately reflect how Utah's are feeling about abortion. Um, A lot of it can come down to the questions asked. And again, it's a really nuanced subject and uh, it seems like Utah's opinions are pretty wide
1: ranging. Sure. And if an amendment to the Utah constitution were to ever hit um, the ballot, um, what what is needed for it to pass voters?
0: Yeah, just the majority of voters need to agree to that, according to Utah's constitution.
1: Emily, thanks so much for your time. And that's it for today. I want to give a huge shout out to Salt Lake City band the Pelicans for our music. We'll be back with more news tomorrow.